Parts of this story involve graphic depictions of sexual violence and abuse. If you need help, Rain, that's R-A-I-N-N, has a lot of resources, including a 24-hour helpline. That's 800-656-HOPE. 800-656-HOPE. This podcast is not associated or endorsed by Rain, but they are a wonderful resource dedicated to making the world a better place. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Chapter 20 The Virtuous Child and the First Time March 30, 2006 Sterling, Kansas As Dorothy sat in the pasture under her favorite tree, she looked at her new home in the distance. It seemed so small from where she was, but she could still make out many of the house's fine details. She watched as the front door opened, watched as Uncle Henry came out. She turned her sights back ahead of her and observed the small clouds that speckled the blue sky. Slowly, they flattened out, turning into less pretty formations, turning into something unremarkable and depressing. Hey, kid, came the gruff but gentle voice of Henry as he approached her. He sat down in the grass beside her and looked out over the land. Sure picked a far enough place to sit, he commented as he looked at the house in the distance. It's peaceful out here, Dorothy said quietly, not looking at Henry. There's a comfort in the silence of the world, and a beauty in the landscape. Spoken like a true poet, said Henry. Are you sure you're only seven? What happens next? asked Dorothy, still not looking at her uncle. Henry let the silence sit for a moment before answering. Em and I will take the proper steps to adopt you, and no interrupted Dorothy. What happens next? Henry looked out over the field once more and drew a deep breath. He was a devout Catholic man with strong Catholic beliefs. He knew that Dorothy did not necessarily reject the theology of Catholicism, but even at her young age, she was not the most accepting of it, or any spiritual belief for that matter. She had always been too smart for her own good, too cold, too logical, in a way, too unimaginative. I don't know, answered Henry. 
She was never baptized, said Dorothy plainly as she looked out over the field. Henry took another deep breath. No, she was not. If you aren't baptized, you can only go so far, replied Dorothy. Henry was taken aback. Perhaps he misjudged the level of belief and spirituality in his niece after all. Maybe he even underestimated her intellect, something he did not think was possible. I don't want to be baptized either, continued Dorothy as she looked up at Henry, who met her eyes with his own. I don't want to end up in a place without her. Henry understood exactly what she meant. Heaven was the place without Audrey. Limbo was the farthest she could go in the beliefs of the church and Dorothy's adoptive family. Baptism was a point of contention within the family for some time. M wanted to do it right away, but Audrey protested. Henry, despite his own upbringing and deeply rooted beliefs, felt it should be left up to the mother to decide. You don't have to be, he replied. He would be lying if he said the idea did not hurt him a little. Break his heart, even. Still, he understood the logic. And it was important logic. The following two weeks were like being underwater. Everything was a blur. All sounds were muffled, and when she moved, she felt slow. Dorothy did not remember much of anything. She did not feel much of anything. Other than... Immense sadness. The house filled with friends and family. Filled with people she did not know. People that knew her mother. The atmosphere was filled with love. But Dorothy did not see or hear any of it. She did not hear any of the soothing words. She did not hear any of the comfort and she did not hear any cries other than her own. She did not feel any of the comforting hugs and handshakes. She did not see any of the tears that flowed from the eyes of anyone else. Dorothy was there only physically. She did not bear witness to any of the support that came her way. She insisted on going to school the day after her mother's death. She fought back tears as she drifted through her classes. She would smile when people expressed their condolences. She would even say thank you on occasion. Most importantly, though, she appeared strong. She shoved the pain so far down inside of her that she thought for sure it would never rear its ugly face again. She ignored the pain the anguish, the intense sadness. She slept too much and ate too little. She was visibly losing weight, not only closing in on herself physically, but mentally. Words became a scarcity 
and conversations would often come to a grinding halt when she entered a room. It was as though her mere presence was enough to suck the words and life right out of the air. She hated that feeling. She hated the thought of people being quiet on her behalf. She hated the special treatment, the feeling of being singled out. People's hearts were in the right places, but it did not mean their actions were the right actions. It was two months after the death of Audrey Gale when it happened the first time. M and Henry sat at the kitchen table. Three places set. Three plates made. It was Dorothy's favorite. A bacon cheeseburger. Two thick slices of bacon. A single leaf of lettuce. A thick slice of extra sharp cheddar cheese. Smothered in barbecue sauce. Topped with exactly four equally sized pickles and one ring of onion, roughly the size of the burger itself. It was worthy of a photo, really. It looked like something you would see in a commercial for a restaurant. It was exactly the way Dorothy would have made it herself. The idea that someone would spend so much time and put in so much effort for something as silly as a hamburger always made M and Henry laugh. More time spent making than eating, M would always remark, and Dorothy would only smile and maintain her sunny silence. To her, the creation was the fun part. The eating was nothing more than necessity. On this day, the bacon cheeseburger sat on a plate for an hour, as Dorothy slept in her bedroom, directly above the kitchen table. Henry, said M, as she looked at the empty space at the table. I'm worried about her. I know, said Henry sullenly. Do you think we need to get her some, you know, help? Give it a few more days, said Henry as he glanced at the vacant spot at the table. Maybe I should go talk to her, said M with a crack in her voice. It's okay, said Henry. I'll do it. Her mother was my sister. I'll take her plate, too. See if she needs anything. M sniffed and smiled wiping the tears away from her eyes as Henry slowly stood up. She watched as he picked up the plate and disappeared from the kitchen on his way up the stairs.